podcasting from my sex writing cave where all the smut happens in real life in my head or on paper. This is the Smut Lancer Podcast, a weekly show where we discuss writing and creating content about sex and getting paid to do it. I'm your host and fellow Smut Lancer, Kayla Lords. Welcome to episode 49. This week, let's talk about commenting, replying, and engaging with your audience online and why it may help you build an audience. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. The Smut Lancer podcast is produced every Wednesday and show notes are found at thesmutlancer.com. Follow me there or on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at The Smutlancer. This week's episode is brought to you by QuickBooks Self-Employed. Is 2019 the year you want to grow your income and track it? I use QuickBooks Self-Employed to figure out how much I've made for the year, to project how much I will make, to keep track of all of my expenses, and to pay my quarterly taxes. Even if you don't need to do all of that yet, it's great for tracking your income, no matter how big or small. If you use my special link, you'll save 50% off the cost for a full year. That means you'll get access for as low as $5 a month. Just go to bit.ly slash smutlancer, B-I-T dot L-Y slash smutlancer, or use the link in the show notes and make 2019 the year you watch your smutlancer income grow. Okay, so first I want to start today's episode with a quick announcement. Um, I might have kind of mentioned this last week. I don't actually remember. (laughs) And I think I've tweeted about it. I don't know. All the days are starting to blur together. So this is episode 49. Next week is episode 50. For once, I even know what I want to talk about next week. So that's kind of nice. And after next week, I'm going to take a hiatus from the podcast, not from the website. I'm actually hoping I'll be able to create more written content for smutlancer.com by taking this break. Um, Part of it is because of Eroticon. That's about two weeks where there's just no time to record anything. Um, John Brownstone and I had sort of flirted with the idea of traveling with our audio equipment because it is portable. It's meant to be traveled with. Um, but we're way too nervous to take a transatlantic flight with it for the first time out. So I'm not going to try and fit that in. I really do need the downtime, quite frankly. Um, and so trying to rush around and, and get recordings of everybody that I want to talk to on my one week off, it just feels like too much. So after episode 50, which is a nice round number, so that makes the um, diagnosed OCD side of myself very, very happy. Um, I'm going to take a few weeks off. I don't know how long. Um, definitely not until after Eroticon might be longer than that. Depends on, um, how much I sort of need to decompress from everything. I want to wait a little bit until the ideas start flowing again. Um, coming up with ideas to create content is work in and of itself. Um, but I have found that the best pieces of content I create are usually the things that I can't stop thinking about. And I have been struggling with that with the podcast lately as much as I love recording podcasts. Um, So I don't have a timeline, but the podcast will be back as far as I can tell right now. Um, And if you are sort of new to it, you're like, oh, well, I just found you on episode 49. Believe me, there's there's uh, an archive. Feel free, go listen. Um, So that's what I want to let everybody know. Um, This week's um, topic has been with me for a while, though, and a couple of things about it. First of all, commenting on especially sex blogs, but blogs of any kind is not the same as it used to be. I can only go back in my memory banks to 2012 and can see the difference over the past several years. I know there are bloggers who've been doing it a lot longer, um, who sort of remember some of the earlier days of blogging when it, it really started exploding in popularity and commenting was a thing. Like there were entire communities built in the comment sections of a lot of really good blogs. And that is less 
common than it used to be like way less. Like in some places it's like you all, you hear are crickets. It's so quiet. Um, and part of that has to do with the fact that people are busier and they're looking at content and they're, maybe they're even having a thought about it, but then they've got a, their attention's got to go somewhere else. They've got something else to do and they just don't have the time. Um, and some people do still sort of live by the old school thing of commenting on blog posts. Um, and I'm a fan of commenting on blog posts. I have had my own ups and downs with it. I, especially early days in, in sex blogging, I commented everywhere all the time. And then I got kind of busy and so I stopped. Um, and then I was watching Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk on YouTube. He is not for everybody. Uh, he can really rub people the wrong way. He used to rub me the wrong way. And I like, I just couldn't stand listening to him. And I've changed in some way because now in small doses, I'm like, yeah, I agree with what he's saying. And he was talking about in a video he did about if you're trying to build an audience, if you're if you've got a business or your business is based on content and people paying attention to you and people liking you and people wanting to be around you, then the thing you need to do whenever possible is talk to the people following you, talk to the people paying attention to you. Now you don't want to be weird and stalkery and like go after them necessarily. But if somebody leaves a comment on a video, on a blog post, on a whatever, you want to comment back in some way as often as you can. Now, the way Gary Vee says it is, could be considered insulting to some people. It is very abrupt and harsh. He's like, why do you think you're too good to talk to these people? That's what I needed to hear. The moment I watched this video and he's talking about the importance of engaging with the people who are talking to you, who are taking the time out of their own very busy schedules to comment on something you've made, that was the jolt I needed. I had convinced myself that I was too busy with everything else to take that time. And as this 2019 is my year of intention and focus, um, I started looking at it in a different way. I am trying to do too many things to not take the time to do it. And it is time consuming. Uh, I do not always have the mental energy to come up with something witty or cute or funny or great to say in response. Sometimes I don't know what to say to somebody who has commented um, and said something to me. Um, but I, I did sort of make this abrupt shift in how I look at interacting with the people who are taking time away from their own equally busy schedules to interact with me. So I wanted to talk about that this week because I know there are people sort of in my situation who are like, I'm really busy and I don't have time. I know there are also people who it's about their mental health and the, the mental energy they have to give to these things and they maybe feel overwhelmed or they're not sure what to say. And then I also am quite aware that not everybody gets a lot of comments, whether that's on your blog or on social media or wherever you're engaging with people. Um, and I think that some people would probably say, well, I'm not getting a lot of comments, so therefore it doesn't matter. And my sense of it is, if you're only getting a little bit right now, that's when it matters the most, because when you interact with the people who, in a polite, decent, not gross way, are interacting with you, when you do it in a public way, you're showing other people who find you later, hey, this person will talk to me, this person will respond, this person will, you know, this person's a real person. They're not just spamming me with their content. They're willing to have a conversation. 
now. Let me make the disclaimer that I really hope I don't have to make at this point that y'all have a sense of who I am, but let me just say it so we're clear. You do not owe anybody your time and attention. You are not required to respond to everybody who happens to try to talk to you, okay? We're gonna talk about the ones that are problematic, okay? But in general, as a general rule, the more you can engage with people who are following you and, and your audience, the better it will be for you. So I've got some tips to hopefully help. Um, and if we get to the end, you're like, well, I do all this and it's still not working. Um, I'm gonna go back to the one thing that trumps everything. Oh, I don't like using that word, that verb. Mm. The one thing that is most important above all, and that's your content. The more content you create, the more opportunities you create for interaction and engagement. And the I have found personally, the more raw and um, vulnerable I am in my content, the more people who I didn't even know were following me will be commenting on something. People I either maybe haven't heard from in years or they've never commented before. I get a lot of people who are like, I have been reading your blog for a while. I've never commented before, but I had to say something now. So this is a bonus tip that wasn't in my list. Clearly it should have been, I have an opinion. When all else fails, fall back on just keep creating content at the pace that works for you in the way that works for you, but keep doing that because the more you do it, the more opportunities there are for engagement. So if the content's not really the issue and you're just like, mm, what do you mean by this? Let's kind of go through these tips. So the first part of getting more engagement with people and getting them to comment on your stuff and talk to you, whether that's on Twitter or it's on your blog or it's in whatever space you're in, the first step is you've got to comment too. Um, a lot of people are really good about this and I don't think it's as big as a, of a problem if it's, we wanna call it a problem. Um, but I, as somebody who runs a weekly blogging meme where the sex blogging community is invited to participate. And then those of us who run blogging memes then encourage all participants to go visit each other's stories and comment. Um, it becomes very clear very quickly who does not go and do the commenting, who does not actually take the time out. They wrote their story, they linked up to a blogging meme. It doesn't have to be Masturbation Monday. It can be Sinful Sunday. It can be Wicked Wednesday. It can be Boob Day. It can be all of those. And then they never go back to any of the posts that other people shared and gave them feedback, let them know that they were looking, gave them that little boost in activity on their site, nothing. Now, let's be very clear here. There is no requirement that anybody who participates in a meme goes to all 30 or 10 or 50 in the case of Sinful Sunday to every single blog post. You do This is not your job. You do not have to sit and take hours out of your time. Um, I went through a period where I didn't do it at all. And then I felt so guilty. I stopped doing the memes because I was like, oh, if I can't go comment, I should not be participating. And now I'm finding the happy balance. So if I have a light load on a weekend, I might try to read every single post. And if I don't comment, I will at least like, right? But if it's a busy weekend and I did multiple memes, I'm gonna go hit five to six. I'm gonna try and make it different people every time. And I'm gonna read a handful and I'm gonna try to comment when I can, or I'm gonna tweet, or I'm gonna do something to sort of show I was there, okay? That, from my viewpoint, is what I need to do as a responsible community member. Not hit all of them, not comment on every single one. It's, it's 
if if that particular piece of content did not make me think something, I might read it, go, okay, read it. If they've got a like button, I personally, not everybody does, I personally love a like button on your blog because that means I can show you I was there, show you I looked at the content, but not feel pressured to find something to say. I want to comment on the things that move me. I want to comment on the things that wow me. I want to comment on the things that make me think. And if I can't comment on yours, I do wanna be able to hit the like button so you know I was there. And that's just me. Now I say all of this as somebody who runs Masturbation Monday and every single week I read every single blog post and I comment on every single blog post. And then I most of the time tweet every single blog post. Nobody who runs a meme expects that of the participants. We do not expect that. We do that because it's our meme. We feel like it's our responsibility to kind of go through and let people know that we saw it and we liked it and give them a little bit of, of a boost, right? But if you're going to participate, and especially if you're going to participate all the time, the best way to get people to engage with your content is to engage with their content too, okay? That's where this is going. If you want people to talk to you, sometimes you have to be the one to talk first. Not every time, not everybody. Sometimes, and I swear I did this with Sinful Sunday just the other day, I, I picked like eight posts out. I tweeted five because I was like, okay, let's let's boost that a little bit. Let's give some people some mentions and some recognition and the hashtag and all that stuff. But I went in, I think like eight posts because that's what I had time for. And sometimes all I could say was, oh my God, this is such a gorgeous image. And I felt like I was repeating myself, but that's what I kept saying. You know what? It's what I meant. Nobody is grading you on your comment. And if somebody is grading you on your comment, they have issues. That's about them. That's not about you. Just saying, wow, this made me think, wow, this is a beautiful image. Wow, this is a thing that I had never thought of before or great writing. Like it, there's no rule here. The idea is to, when you have the time, when you have the, the mental space to do it, take some time and be the first one to engage. Okay, and then you'll be surprised how those people will often come back to you either within their own blog comments or maybe they'll go, oh, who is that person? Let me go click and look. And next thing you know, they might be on your site and they might be commenting back to you on your own blog, okay? So yes, sometimes we have to put our hand out first and be the first one. And the other thing is, if you ever wondered, yes, people notice if you never comment when you participate in these kinds of memes. People really do. People... We do. We notice. Um, I would never call anybody out. I would never. I'm not that. That's not my style, but we do notice. So, yes, if you want people to talk to you and engage with your content and and comment or talk to you on Twitter, sometimes you have to be the one to make the first move. Go be an active participant in the community, because usually our first audience is our own community. It's the people who are discovering that we exist because they happen to be in the same space. And it's after that point that we can start to grow and we start attracting people who read blogs like ours but don't necessarily write the same kinds of things. So start within the community and be an active member as best as you can. Um, the other thing that I now do, and this is what helped me when I, like I said, I made that mental shift over, I don't have enough time to, this is important to do, I need to make the time. I set a time and you could do this either in a day or in a week. I have, I try to do it daily, but sometimes it doesn't happen. So then I make sure I do it at least weekly and I go through content, um, comments, sorry. And those are comments left 
on my own site. Here's the other side of engagement. People will comment on your site. And it is a personal choice whether you comment back. I know some bloggers I adore. They rarely comment back unless they're asked a direct question or something about that comment moves them. They feel like they need to add something or to provide some information or whatever. But other than that, they very rarely do that. This is a choice you get to make, y'all. This is These are not the rules of the world as dictated by Kayla Lords. These are just things that I've seen for myself and philosophies I have about blogging. If you comment on my blog, I'm gonna do my damnedest to come back and comment back. Sometimes it's a simple thank you. Thank you for saying such a nice thing. And sometimes you've now made a comment that got me thinking and I'm gonna respond even more. Sometimes it's criticism. Sometimes it's, I read this blog post and you made me think of, and then I get this like massive paragraph of somebody else's experience even if I have nothing to add to that, like no words of wisdom, no whatever, I'm going to acknowledge that that person was there and that I saw their comment and that I'm glad that they left it. Comments aren't just for you and the person leaving the comment. Comments are also for the people who come to your blog later, who see that somebody talked to you and you responded or you didn't. And not every comment is worth a response. Sometimes I get a comment, I really don't know what to say. I not, thank you doesn't even seem like the right answer. And sometimes they make me a little uncomfortable or, or I'm not sure what the person meant and I'll leave it, okay? That is my prerogative as the blog owner. I don't have to respond to comments. But when you can show that you mostly respond to comments, you show new people to your site that you are active, that you are engaged with the audience, that you are willing to speak to them, at least to reply to them, to acknowledge that they took that time. Think about it, none of us have time for anything anymore. I am flabbergasted and honored when somebody who is not a fellow sex blogger, especially like a random person who doesn't have a blog and is just reading content and learning or whatever, and they take the time to say something to me, especially if they share something really personal and intimate about their own experience, you know, that connects to whatever I was just blogging about, you better be damn sure I need to say something back to them and let them know that I saw them and that I'm grateful to them for taking that time. But it also means that the next person who comes along sees that interaction too. And they'll take away whatever they're gonna take away from it, whether it's, oh, that was interesting, that was an interesting take on it, or it's, oh, look, this person who runs this site actually talks to people. Maybe I can leave a comment and maybe they'll talk to me too. The more I have found personally that I engage with my audience and I talk to them when they talk to me, not every time, not 100%, nobody's perfect, but the more I do it, the larger the audience grows. It's not because I'm talking to everybody. It's one part of an overall process, you know, the content matters and the frequency that you post matters and how you share your content matters and what you're talking about matters, like all of the things matter. But in the dips I've had in traffic, the dips I've had have corresponded to, well, how much, how much time was I spending actually talking directly to my audience versus how much time did I think I didn't have and I was doing other things that took my eye off of the end goal of building an audience that sustains these blogs that helps me build something bigger. You see what I mean? So when you can, when it's right for you, if it's right for you, I highly encourage you 
to respond to comments you get. And set a time each day or each week or however it fits your life and just go through as many as you can and skip the ones that you don't even know what to say. If if thanks is an appropriate response, I've gotten really good at going, oh my gosh, thanks. (laughs) I mean it, but I don't have anything to add to it. Um, But it is a personal decision. So just putting that out there too. But I have found that if I can make it kind of a part of my to-do list for blog management, I feel less overwhelmed by it. And it's just a thing I do. And it's part of the job of being a sex blogger. Now, the other tip we were talking about inappropriate comments or things that you're not even sure how to respond to. Uh, Girl on the Net had a great blog post ages ago, and I'm going to try and find the link. I'm sure I can, and I'll link to it so you can read it. But she talked about how she is the dictator of her damn blog. And you, just because you try to comment does not mean that your comment gets published. First of all, I highly recommend, uh, I know you can do it through WordPress. I do not know if you can do it through any other platform. Creating a rule where you either moderate all comments, which if you're going to be really active in your comments or you've gotten a lot of hate, that's a pretty good idea. Or the one that's most common, and it's the one I use, is you moderate a first time commenter. So the first time anybody comes to your site, they can comment, but it's not going to be published until you approve it. I love this. It has allowed me to keep spammers and trolls mostly off my site. Um, You can also, if you need to, you can delete comments. This is your site, okay? You get to control these things. This is, if you feel like something is not appropriate or somebody came after you just to spew hate and not to actually have a conversation and engage with you, you don't have to give them the time of day. You do, do not have to give them your energy and you certainly do not have to give them your platform. You can delete that shit. You can block them. There are IP address blockers. Um, I believe we use it through WordFence is the plugin. Um, the best person to ask about this is at DomSigns on Twitter and then make sure you like buy him a coffee or something um, for his time. But the plugin we use is WordFence and I'm I'm 100%, this is not my job, this is John Brownstone's job, but yes, you can block an IP address if you need to as well. So you don't have to let these people live in your space. You do not have to give them oxygen, you do not have to give them time, okay? So even as you're trying to engage more with an audience, especially through your own blog, ignoring, deleting, blocking, just like on social media, those are still your options and you should still exercise those options. You are not, not even in the name of building an audience and increasing traffic and, and getting people to talk to you and, and whatever else you might be interested in through your blog, there's still no requirement that you talk to everybody just because they approach you. Um, I think that I personally do not use the block button or mute button enough on social media. I feel like I probably should. Um, But that's also there if people are coming for you on social media. You do not have to engage with everybody who wants to engage with you, okay? You can control this, and I absolutely think that you should. One, it tends to make things a more pleasant experience overall. You might have have to go through a bad day where you have to like block a lot of people or delete a lot of people or not approve their comment. And if you don't approve that first comment, that means any other comment that they try and come back with gets moderated as well. I had somebody that for half a second, I thought, oh, he's trying to start a conversation about squirting orgasms. And he was a new commenter. So of course, his first comment was moderated. I could read the comment in my email, which gives me a heads up before I ever sit down to my blog, what I'm going to do with it. Well, he apparently was incensed that 
that comment did not immediately get published. So he came back with a follow-up comment with a snide remark about um, not having his comment show up and then proceeded to show his true colors and was clearly a troll who wanted to um, negate my entire experience with squirting orgasms and, you know, tell me how wrong it was and mansplain shit and just awfulness. And what ended up happening is when he didn't get that very first comment through, he ended up bombarding me for about an hour because I was on my way out to do something, checking my email on my phone. And by the time I came back, there were like four comments that could have been the length of blog posts by themselves. And it was all just absolute shit. And it was beautiful because as annoyed as I was, because I almost thought that first comment was a decent comment and we were gonna have a conversation. I was so happy that I could just go into my comment section of my the dashboard on my website and just delete them. Actually, I believe I marked them as spam. So if he had ever tried to comment again, it would have gone to my spam folder. I wouldn't have even seen it in the dashboard of my blog. Um, so yeah, your blog is your domain and you absolutely can control it. One thing I will add to this, I want you, if you get to a point, especially if you embrace the idea of, you know, trying to talk back with people and have conversations and use blog comments and use social media as a way to engage and build an audience, if that speaks to you, here's another tip, a freebie that was not on my list that I have learned the hard way. If your instinct says to you, I don't think this comment is for real. I think this is them wanting something inappropriate or it doesn't make me, I've got a bad feeling about this. Listen to that feeling every time, and I've done this on social media and I've done this on my blog, every time I've thought to myself, I don't think this person's for real, but I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Every single time they've been gross and inappropriate. I had it happen with my Instagram DMs a few weeks ago. It looked like they were asking a question that I have answered for other people that, you know, it's like, yeah, here's my experience and I'll tell you how to do this thing. And they asked that question and I answered it. I did not go, I did not give them all my time. It was one of those kind of problematic questions about how do I get my girlfriend to want to have more sex with me? And the answer was, well, how about you talk to her instead of a stranger on the internet? But because I responded and gave that person the attention, oh my God, I got the most inappropriate DMs after that. And I told myself, I was like, you knew, you knew this was, this was sketchy. You knew, but you didn't listen to that voice. So when it comes to engagement and talking to people, and building these connections with potential audience members to grow your audience, to grow loyalty to your blog or your brand or whatever. The best thing I can tell you, the best advice I can give you is always listen to your instinct. If it seems sketchy, if it gives you a bad feeling, if it makes you go, mm, ew, gross, no. Just ignore, delete, block, whatever you gotta do, whatever's right for you. You are not required to talk back to everybody who talks to you. And that little voice in your head or your gut or wherever it is, is almost always right. Just go ahead and listen to it. Um, I do not have hard numbers. I have a sense of things, but since I have gotten back into trying to be more conscientious about commenting on other people's websites um, and also responding to comments in in a better way, um, that has been part of, and just one small part, probably even just like a sliver of, I think part of the reason my traffic is beginning to increase again. It took a massive dive across all websites, massive dive in 2018, when I had all those tech problems in March and April. 
And that's where those came from. I lost a lot of people who weren't who weren't coming to see me because it was me. They had just happened to have come across my blog and then couldn't get in. Um, and then I couldn't get that audience back up. And there's a lot that goes into that, okay? It's not never just one thing that either makes you drop or makes you grow. But what I noticed was as I became more intentional with the way I interacted with not just my sites and the content I create, but the people reading my content, inter the other people on the other side interacting with my content, the more those people started coming back and the more overall numbers grew, uh, unique users, um, it's not as high as I would like, but I've got a lot of returning people to a website and that's a good thing. If you can get people coming back, that means they're coming back for a reason. They want to know more. There's something you're doing that they like something. So it's up to you whether you comment back. It's up to you whether you talk to people on social media or through your blog comments. It's always up to you. But if you have told yourself you're too busy or if you somehow think you don't have anything to say, hello, you're, you probably have a blog, you already have something to say. If you're putting content out on the internet, you do have something to say. I would just encourage you to rethink it as a way to grow your audience, as a way to grow your site or your blog or whatever it is you're trying to build. The more you can talk to other people, the, the more you can show that you are a human being on the other end who's willing to have the conversation over time, bit by bit, very slowly, you grow an audience of people who is loyal to you, who likes you, who will forgive you small mistakes, who will boost you up when you're down and who will be there when you feel like nobody knows your blog exists. And I say that all from personal experience. So that's it for episode 49. Next week, episode 50 will be the last before the hiatus. So and I, like I said, I've already got that topic down too. Uh, thanks for listening to the Smut Lancer podcast with me, Kayla Lords. If you like what you just heard and I didn't completely piss you off, please leave a review on your favorite podcast app and check out the blog, past episodes, and other great information at thesmutlancer.com. You can follow The Smut Lancer on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. I'm at The Smut Lancer. I kept it as simple as I could in all three places. Feel free to reach out there or by email at Kayla at thesmutlancer.com with questions or topic suggestions. Thanks for listening. Let's do this again next week. Mm -hmm.